Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Hey, it's Brian Davis, and for this week's episode, we're going to talk about our favorite character actors and actresses. Basically, these are actors that usually never become the leading man or leading lady, but they still deserve their just due. You see them in tons of films because they don't get that huge payday usually, but they've been they constantly are working, and so you often see them more than the you know the stars. And we feel we should give them some love in this episode, and I think it's a good subject. But before we get into our list, let me give a shout out to the Awesome Eighties Podcast. They gave Damn Good Movie Memories a shout out on their latest episode of Boomerang, which is the Eddie Murphy early '90s movie, which is hilarious. Plenty of character actors in that movie as well. Um, so yeah, I mean they're going to their I believe their next episode is going to be on the nineteen eighty six cult classic Rad, which features Bill Allen and Laurie Laughlin, which we have talked about on this podcast before. I believe it was my underdog movie and definitely a cult classic. Could have been a guilty pleasure, uh, but it's it, it's a great eighties movie. Is it a great movie itself? Eh, it's debatable, but. Uh, Lawrence and Michael are going to get into that uh, on the next episode. They'll just go way in deep, and so I can't wait to hear it. So again, thanks again for the shout out, guys. We love you, and we listen. And if you listen to this podcast, you should definitely be listening to the Awesome Eighties because we're pretty similar in a lot of ways. All right, now let's get to my list of my favorite character actors. All right, I have a list in no particular order because I wanted to keep it fresh. I didn't do like a bunch of search engine searches just to find, uh, you know, a top list or something like that because I wanted to keep this unique. So I went by what was in my DVD collection, which is pretty robust, and also went off the top of my head. So let's see how I do, but I have a pretty long list, and let's just start from the top. And the first one is Keith David. Now, if you've ever seen There's Something About Mary, you'll know that Keith David plays Mary's father, and he's absolutely hilarious because he just has so many lines that I'll probably play some after after, uh, I, I go through what I remember him in. Um, but he's, you know, one in particular when Ben Stiller has his infamous scene when he's before he takes Mary to the prom and how'd you get the beans over the Frank stuff like that. Uh, he's in Men at Work with a, Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez, which is absolutely hilarious. Kind of plays this whacked out Vietnam veteran kind of goes off the deep end, but it's still super funny. Uh, he's in a movie called They Live, which is a John Carpenter classic with Rowdy Roddy Piper. He's also in Platoon and many, many other films. I, I think I just recently saw him in The Nice Guys with Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. You definitely know him from his voiceover work as well. Okay, kid, listen, I'm coming in, okay? No, no, don't. Exactly, what the hell is the situation? What, did you shit yourself or something? Oh, I wish. I, I, I got it stuck. You got what stuck? It. Oh, it, um... Um, uh, well, uh, listen, uh, it's not the end of the world. Uh, these kind of things happen. Uh, uh, let's have a look at it. No! For God's sake! Shh! Shh! Uh, Shh! Uh, uh, Sheila! No! Sheila, uh, no, honey? Don't! Sheila, honey, uh, uh, you, you gotta come here. You gotta, you, you gotta see this. What? What? Uh, no! Uh, don't! Come in here, honey. Don't! You, don't! Don't worry. 
She's a dental hygienist. She'll know exactly what to do. Hi, Ted. Hi, Mrs. Jensen. How are you? You okay? Yeah. Okay. Holy shit! Shh! Charlie, you could have warned me. Keep it down. Okay, I'm sorry, Mrs. Jensen. I just don't want her. Okay. I don't want her here. You know. Yeah. Um, let's just relax here, okay? Now, uh, um, what exactly are we uh, looking at here? Um, what do you mean? What? Well, I mean, um, is it the um, or the? Is it the Frank or the beans? Right. Oh, I, I, I don't know. It looks like I think it's a little bit of both. Frank's a bean. Make some beans. What's that bubble there? What do you think? It's a. Well, how the hell did you get the beans above the frag? I mean, you, I'm, you're, I, I don't know. It wasn't like it was a well thought out plan. All right, the perennial. And when I came up with this list, it was this was the other one that that came to mind. And she is brilliant, and she's in so many different films. And it's Joan Cusack. She's in a ton of John Cusack movies, which would make sense. You know, things like Say Anything and uh, Gross Point Blank, High Fidelity. But she's also in Working Girl, where she plays Tish's uh, friend. That's Melanie Griffith, and, uh, and she's great in that. She's great in everything. Uh, she's really funny in In and Out as the jilted. Uh, fiance of Kevin Klein. Uh, I think her film debut was My Bodyguard, or one of them. And she was also in Sixteen Candles because she plays a hilarious scene where she's the girl in the neck brace. Uh, but she's also in Gross Point Blank and High Fidelity, as I said before. Uh, Eve Arden. So if you if you, I am a big fan of old time radio radio shows from the forties and the fifties. And she's famously known as Our Miss Brooks. She played Connie Brooks, a school teacher. Um, and she's super, super funny in that that radio program and eventually the TV show. But she was also a character actress in many different films, one of them being uh, Stage Door, which had a ton of um, famous actresses at the time, like Ginger Rogers and uh, Catherine Hepburn. Lucille Ball was in that. Uh, she plays a key role in Mildred Pierce, which run, won Joan Crawford an Academy Award. She's a ton of TV shows in the 70s, and I think younger people will actually know her as playing Principal McGee in the movie Grease. So there you go, Eve Arden. Terry Crews. So Terry Crews is kind of like the perennial uh, character actor. Now he's he's having a lot of success on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but he's also in a lot of uh, movies like The Expendables, a lot of Adam Sandler films, because Adam Sandler, you know, say what you want about his films, but he's, just, he's great with people that he likes, and you'll see the same character actors over and over again in a lot of his films. Uh, he's also in Bridesmaids as well. Maya Rudolph. She's in a lot of kind of those... Uh, funny comedy movie. She's a great character actress. She's great in Saturday Night Live. She's also in Bridesmaids, of course. She has the infamous wedding dress scene. Uh, she's great in Idiocracy, which is a very underrated, very underrated type of movie from Mike Judge. Uh, she's in Grown Ups, and she's also in Chips, which was not a good film adaptation, but she has a uh, she has a funny scene in that movie. John Turturro, here is a perennial character actor. He's in so many great films, and just to name a few is Miller's Crossing, The Big Lebowski, of course. He's in a ton of Adam Sandler movies. He's in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? He's also in The Color of Money, so I can go on and on, but John Turturro is excellent. And then, almost like his brother, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi is in some of those movies I just mentioned as well, but of course he's in Fargo and Reservoir Dogs, The Big Lebowski, many Adam Sandler movies. And Pulp Fiction, he plays Buddy Holly in Pulp Fiction. You'll see him pop up in films, and he's always great. 
All right, let's get a little older here. Walter Brennan. So if you watch classic films, if you watch TCM, you're going to see Walter Brennan in a film. But some of his more memorable movies that he was in, he plays the old kind of uh, sea seafaring cat he's not really a captain but he's like an old salt uh in to have and have not with humphrey bogart and lauren bacall he's in rio bravo he's in red river my darling clementine he's great in that probably the yankees and bad day of black rock but he's in many other films as well Thelma Ritter, if you've ever seen uh, Pillow Talk, she's great in that. If you've ever seen Rear Window, she plays James Stewart's nurse. She's in All About Eve. She's in The Misfits with Clark Gable and Marilyn Monroe, which is Marilyn Monroe's last film. I think it was Clark Gable's last film as well. And also Move, Our, Move Over Darling, which was with James Gardner and Doris Day. She is a great actress. Jeffrey Tambor, who's having a lot of success now with... Uh, transparent uh but he's also been he's been around for a long time and, and is a really good character actor done a lot of tv but some of the more memorable films he was in mr mom he plays jinx and mr mom he's got some funny roles he plays zach galifianakis's uh dad in the hangover he's in three o'clock high he's in city slickers and again a lot of tv Claude Rains. Now, Claude Rains, he definitely starred in a few films. Of course, he was the original Invisible Man. He was also the Phantom of the Opera. But for the most part, he was a character actor. And he was in some of the most classic uh, films ever. Of course, he's in Casablanca. He is better known as Louis. And, of course, his line at the end, or he, well, round up the usual usual, usual suspects, and uh, so he, you can credit him for that. He's in Notorious. He's great in Notorious with Ingrid Bergman and Cary Grant. He's in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, now Voyager with Betty Davis, and Lawrence of Arabia. We're going to stay with the classic theme, Peter Lorre. Of course, he was in Casablanca. Reek! Reek! Yes, he is great. The Maltese Falcon, uh, Arsenic and Old Lace, All Through the Night, and Beat the Devil. So he was in a lot of Humphrey Bogart movies, but he was excellent. Burt Young. Now, Burt Young is best known as Polly, who play, he's uh, Rocky's brother-in-law in all of the Rocky films. And he's pretty much known for that, but he was also in a lot of great uh, movies as well, like Chinatown, which is the Roman Polanski classic with... Uh, Jack Nicholson, he was in Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. He's got some funny um, scenes in that. And then Once Upon a Time in America, which is a very long Robert De Niro movie. Harold Ramis. Now, Harold Ramis is probably better known as a director. He directed a lot of films, but he was also a key character actor in many films like, of course, Stripes, Ghostbusters. He plays Egon. He was in Groundhog Day. He was in Analyze This. He plays... Um, Diane Keaton's boyfriend in Baby Boom. He's also in Knocked Up. And he's in the movie Airheads, which is, I like Adam Sandler movies, but Adam Sandler, Brandon Fraser, and Steve Buscemi, who we answered earlier. And he's got a funny scene about playing a uh, record, uh, record music executive. And he's got a funny Van Halen um, kind of quiz that he gets quizzed on. John C. Riley, yes, he starred in uh, the Dewey Cox story and Step Brothers, but for the most part, he's a character actor, of course, in Talladega Nights. He was in Chicago. He's excellent as the catcher in Full Love of the Game, Boogie Nights, Never Been Kissed, and Gangs of New York, and plus plenty of others. Brian Dennehy, if you grew up in the 80s, you've definitely seen Brian Dennehy in a lot of films. 
Um, probably his breakout role was playing the sheriff in First Blood, which, of course, it was the first Rambo film. He was also in Foul Play. He's got a key role in the movie Cocoon. He was in Legal Eagles. He was also in the, uh, some really good action uh, films called FX. Um, so, yeah, Brian Dennehy. All right, everyone's going to know this guy. Um, he's super famous, but he's mostly a character actor, and that's Christopher Walken, because Christopher Walken's in everything, but he never ever seems to be the leading man. So he's great as um, Leonardo DiCaprio's dad in Catch Me If You Can. He's got an amazing scene in Pulp Fiction. He almost steals the show. Uh, he's funny in Wedding Crashers. He's in The Deer Hunter. He's in Annie Hall, A View to a Kill, where he plays the bad guy, the James Bond movie, which is one of the worst James Bond movies. But if you live in Silicon Valley, you'll appreciate it. And he's also in True Romance and Wayne's World 2. All right, Luis Guzman. You'll know him. He's in. A, he he might be one. Of, he's one of the most recognizable character actors. He's in a ton of films. I can't even do it justice. But he's in Boogie Nights, in Carlito's Way, Anger Management, and he's got a real funny scene in the movie Waiting with Ryan Reynolds, where he plays a uh, cook in a restaurant. He's just hilarious. But he's in so many other films. I I can't possibly do him justice. All right, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Yeah, you would think he's a star, but. He was just a really well-known character actor, much like Christopher Walken. He was, of course, brilliant in Hoosiers, um, in Blue Velvet, Malin, I'm sure, might mention him because he's a big David Lynch fan. He almost has a starring role in Speed, but, you know, he's pretty much a character actor in that. He's the bad guy, he's the villain, but, you know, Keanu and Sandra Bullock are the stars, but he's he kind of makes... <laughs> if you're going to watch the film, you're going to be watching it for Dennis Hopper. He's an easy writer. He was in True Romance, Apocalypse Now, um, Cool Hand Luke, the original True Grit, River's Edge, and here's some fun trivia. His film debut was Rebel Without a Cause. Danny DeVito. Now, I realize Danny DeVito kind of had some starring roles um, in the mid-'80s, uh, most most notably Twins, Throw Mama from the Train and Ruthless People, um, but for the most part, he was also co-starring with other famous people. Um, but for the most part, he was a character actor. Of course, he's brilliant in Romancing the Stone. He's great in L.A. Confidential, Johnny Dangerously, Terms of Endearment, and he plays the Penguin in Batman Begins. He's also got a funny role in Get Shorty. <laughs> I realized that was a good pun right there. Uh, Melinda Dillon. You'll best know Melinda Dillon as the mom in A Christmas Story, but she was also in Slapshot. Absence of Malice, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and Harry and the Hedersons. Agnes Moorhead. Now, she is best known as Endora in the TV show Bewitched. However, she was a very well-known uh, character actress and also on the radio. She did a lot of um, guest appearance on old-time radio. Uh, she was the lead character, Margot Lane, in the famous Shadow uh, old-time radio program. She also did... Um, God, what's it? Sorry, wrong number, which was a radio program, a radio episode on the program Suspense, and her, and that's one of the all-time greatest uh, radio programs of, uh, ever. And uh, she was she was really well known for that. But she was in Citizen Kane. She, if you, if you like a Disney movie, she played the kind of the crotchety old lady who um, ends up really enjoying Pollyanna, um, Magnificent Ambersons, Johnny Belinda, The Stratton Story, and Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte, among many others. 
Rick Moranis. So Rick Moranis, of course, was great in uh, as Lewis in Ghostbusters. He was also very funny as Dark Hellman in Spaceballs. He's got a great uh, he's a great character in Parenthood. He's of course Little Shop in Little Shop of Horrors and Brewster's Millions. Michael Sarah. So we're going to get into more uh, recent character actors. Michael Sarah has I, I don't have a ton of movies for him, but you can kind of see he's going to go in that that kind of. I don't want to say Rick Moranis role, but you can see he's not really a leading guy, but he's great as a character actor, and he's great in Juno and Superbad, and even though I didn't like This Is The End, he's actually really funny in it. Ned Beatty. Now, of course, his film debut was Deliverance, and can you ever live down that one scene? Uh, But he ended up being in in a lot of TV programs, especially in the 70s, but he was also uh, Otis, uh, Lex Luthor's sidekick in the original Superman films. He was in the movie Network. He was in All the President's Men, Silver Streak with Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor, uh, 1941, which was the Steven Spielberg comedy with uh, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. He was in Back to School. He was in the movie Rudy. And again, like I said, lots of TV programs. Going more recent, I think Kat Dennings is going to be a really, uh, really good character actress. She's uh, having a lot of success now with Two Broke Girls, the, the TV show. But she was great as the friend in Thor. And she was also very funny in The 40-Year-Old Virgin, playing the daughter um, that... Well, not to, I guess it ends up being the stepdaughter of Steve Carell. I can't think... Catherine Keenan is the... Or Keener? Is it Keener? Yeah, it's Keener. Um, basically her daughter in that film. Jack Warden. Now, Jack Warden, he was in a ton of films. He always kind of plays this crusty, you know, old guy, but uh, he's super funny. I'm just going to go through the list of some of my favorite films he was in. He was in 12 Angry Men. He was in Used Cars. He's absolutely hilarious in Used Cars. He plays kind of a double role. He's in All the President's Men. He's hilarious as this crazy judge in Injustice for All with Al Pacino. He plays George Hallis, the famous um, Chicago Bears coach, and he plays him in Brian's Song. He's in The Verdict with Paul Newman. He's in The Great Muppet Caper. He's also in Problem Child and Dirty Work and The Replacements. Kind of along the same lines, George Kennedy. Uh, he's in Cool Hand Luke. He's great at, in Charade with Cary Grant and Audrey Hepburn. He's also very funny as Leslie Nielsen's partner in The Naked Gun. He's also in The Dirty Dozen and Airport. And Airport's well-known because that is essentially the um, inspiration for what became Airplane. All right, so the last two are fun. Uh, I'll go with this one first um, because he's a fellow podcaster. Um, it's Gilbert Gottfried, who is, he's got a great podcast called the uh, Amazing Colossal uh, Podcast. I think Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast. But he's got all these old-time actors and actresses that he just talks about. So if, if you're into TCM movies, you should definitely check it out. Um, but he's you, you know his voice. I mean, if you watch Disney films, of course, he's the voice of the parrot. And, of course, Aflac. Um, but he's also really funny in Problem Child and Beverly Hills Cop 2, Adventures of Ford Fairlane, and Look Who's Talking To. It looks like he's very good in sequels. All right, last, and this, the more I thought about it, I'm like, this is probably my most brilliant pick because when you think of her, you think of, well, she's super famous. She's got to be a leading lady, and she really wasn't, and that's Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher is best known as Princess Leia, 
but really her career was never as a leading lady. She was always great as um, a supporting actress or a character actress. And just to go through a few of my favorites, of course, she's brilliant in the Blues Brothers, where she's trying. She's the jilted fiance of John Belushi, and tries to basically kill him the whole entire movie. It's kind of a, a really funny ongoing gag. She's in Hannah and Her Sisters. She plays Tom Hanks' wife in The Burbs. She's brilliant as um, Meg Ryan's friend in When Harry Met Sally when she ends up marrying, I think she marries Bruno Kirby or they end up moving in together. She's also in Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. So she's in a lot of great movies. You kind of think of her because she's so famous as a leading person, but again, she never did. All right, I'm out of breath. I'm out of time. I spoke way more than I normally do. Uh, Hopefully the rest of my... uh, Wonderful guests do as much research as I hope they always do, and let's get into that right now. So for this week, we're going to talk about our favorite character actor, character actors and actresses with uh, Sarah. So this is good. I don't know. Did you did you get any females on this one? No, actually, I didn't. But they're definitely out there. So one one of my picks is Joan Cusack because she's awesome. She's amazing, and she's never the lead, but she's always great as the supporting. She, I guess, it just people wouldn't. I don't know. That's true. I would believe her as the leading role, but yeah. but she's always like that funny friend. Has she ever always. been in a drama? That's the other thing. Probably. Like a good character actor to me, yeah, is like can do all facets, right? She may have been. I know she was in um, Working Girl. She played Melanie Griffith's uh, oh my God, that's friend right. in the office. She always kind of had that bizarre little lisp in a way too. Yeah, and she had the giant hair in that. Um, oh my God, so did Melanie Griffith. She's in a lot. Anyway, she was in. Uh, she's. Uh, John Cusack's With, uh, yeah. sister and say anything. And which, then, but just really, and then yeah. in uh, High Fidelity, she plays like the friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done a lot of stuff together. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so my top choice, mm-hmm. which, which should I go in that order? Should I do my, yeah. I'm do I can do it. Wherever you so yeah. is Gary Oldman. Yeah. Hands down. And I actually didn't even realize that he would be considered a character actor. Yeah, because, we kept thinking about it, but he right. is. Yeah. yeah, I guess he's never been, I mean, he has done... The first thing I ever saw him in, he played Sid Vicious in Sid and Nancy. He that's was probably right. in his 20s. And it, he, you know, I was like, then I saw the real Sid Vicious and I was like, wait a minute, that's not even him. That's not no. right. So, but he has done everything from like, you know, freaking true romance, which is, yep. <laughs> must be white boy day, where he is <laughs> just like that nasty looking pimp. And then in The Fifth Element, and then he'll play. <laughs> It's funny because when he he was on Mean Tweets and mm-hmm. he's what somebody had, he's reading the Mean Tweet and yeah. he's like, and someone write Gary Oldman sucks and his accents are fucking annoying and Gary <laughs> Oldman busts out he starts laughing so hard because yeah. he's like yeah he's had to do so many different accents yeah. he's played cops he's played um, yeah you never really see him do like a romantic thing though is that what qualifies somebody as not the leading role maybe yeah because you never see them get romantic with any you Anyone. know what I mean yeah right. it's like Steve Buscemi. Right, yeah. which is my number two guy. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I am not the most attractive guy. And no. for a while there, I, but he's funny. You know he like went to like MIT or something? Oh, he's like super smart. He's also a um, reserve firefighter. Is like, he really? During 9-11, he basically was helping the first responders. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. That's, oh, wait, I think I might have read that. Like yeah. his family, he has like brothers and yeah. uncles and stuff. They're mm-hmm. the fire. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's funny because I loved him in like Armageddon and in... Um, the island, which you wouldn't even like, people are like he was in that. I'm like, yeah, he just he's got like the best one liners. Oh yeah. And then I just recently binge watched Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Which he's the main guy in it, and it's kind of creepy at first, like to see him actually in like a sex scene, pseudo sex scene. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I'm like, oh my god, 
why do people like but anyway, he's great in the Big Lebowski. I know, yeah. and nobody, I know. It's funny he didn't. He never cracked and like got his teeth fixed. No, didn't. Didn't need they to. They are the reaching for you. Yeah. Although he'll never do a 3D film because of that. Because <laughs> those <laughs> things will be like what reaching out at you. Piranha, like, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, he was probably in my number two for many reasons. Yeah. But, uh, but he's his range isn't as broad as Gary Oldman. Like, no. I don't think he's ever really done. A, Super, super Boardwalk Empire. He's kind of he's pretty serious, but it's like maybe yeah. it's that I look at him and I can't take him seriously. Yeah. Where my third one is uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Now he has done some gritty. Like he's more believable as the asshole. Yeah. Than as like because he's yeah he doesn't really necessarily do anything that's more funny. He's either an asshole. Yeah. Just the basic dad. You might guy. know him now. Best known, he's for does the farmers commercials. Yes, he's the, uh, yeah. His voice is like the, yeah. He's the ball guy with the right. mustache. Well, I remember I first saw him in Oz on HBO mm-hmm. years ago, and it was pretty gritty. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then I saw he did that movie recently that I think he might have gotten an Oscar nod, but I don't know if he won. Which is that Whiplash movie. Yeah. He was an asshole in that. He was also, um, I was telling you, J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man. So he plays oh, the, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the publisher for that. Yeah, I just he's saw him. Juno's dad in Juno. So. Right. And I just, he was in The Accountant, too. I just yeah. saw that. Which, have you seen that yet? I have not. So, But I've heard it's It's, really it's actually, Ben Affleck didn't suck as much as people would have <laughs> said that he sucked, you know? So, could have been worse. Yeah, no, he's been in a lot of things, but never a leading, leading right. actor. It's yeah. funny. It's like for that, but even like I want to say like even Willem Dafoe has been a leading actor, hasn't he? That's true. He's, he's been like this, yeah. Especially like, maybe in the eighty, like he was in that horrible movie Body of Evidence with uh, right. Madonna, and then he was in, um, yeah, he's I, exactly. He's done like maybe one or one other one where he's kind of like the some you know movies that went straight to video, but still he was the main guy. And man, he is just not cute to look at. But that's the thing about uh, character actors. I mean, they need to work, so they, they're in a shit right. ton of movies. They'll take whatever. Yeah. Look at uh, Ron Howard's brother. Yeah, Quinn Howard. That is... Actually, he's in a... Um, it's funny his name's Quinn. Quint. Oh, Clint. I'm Quint all, Howard. What? Okay. Um, he's in some Adam Sandler movie where he basically says, I know I'm not an attractive man, but I'm... Yeah, I think it was The Water Boy or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. He means a lot to me or something like that. <laughs> like, That's funny. Yeah, he's like... But, you know, when you, your brother's Ron Howard, you're pretty much guaranteed you'll get a film uh, here or there. I know, but Ron kind of... He was cute when he was Opie and, oh, and everything. Yeah. And then he didn't age super well. Down. But then fate gave him a cute daughter. That's true. She's Bryce really Dallas. Cute. Yeah. yeah. I mean, does she look like her mom? Probably. Yeah. yeah. If not, two ugly people can make a cute. <laughs> it happens. And, and the opposite has happened, too. Right. So, yeah. Well, or it's like... Or you end up looking like the like Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley. Although she had some plastic surgery. She fixed herself yeah. so that she's... But that's brutal. I mean, your mom's Christy Brinkley and you end up getting God, the Billy Joel so jeans. So not nice. Yeah. I know. Although, yeah, I think it was just the nose. That can all. She, she's the cute eyes now. too. She has kind of the buggy right, eyes. Right, the kind of big buggy eyes. Yeah. But it, Betty Davis. That's be, true. You know, could be Susan worse. Sarandon. I know. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my jam. Those are my three peeps. Those are great. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. All right, we're back, and Malin is back. Welcome back. Thank you. So this week we're going to talk about our favorite character actors, and these are obviously people that maybe have starred in a movie or two, but for the most part, they are in every like in a ton of movies, but they're not the main actor or they're not the leading lady or something like that right so it's gonna be fun to hear what people come up with because mine was anywhere from the 1930s to present day yeah uh, (laughs) and i made it wide like that so Mm -hmm. there are no rules for the most part yeah well this one was uh scary because as i I realized very quickly it could be almost anyone i could come up with almost anyone from any time period from any location 
and I didn't want to do an exhaustive like hundred person list. No, it would no. easily <laughs> become two hundred people. Yeah. Um, so I did come up with a few. I hope okay. not too many. Um, while I was thinking about character actors and actresses, I was trying to think. So how do I know if their leads or characters are supporting and what's the difference? And so the the guideline that I put myself to is if I'm if usually when I watch a film and this person comes on screen and I think, oh hey, that guy or oh hey, that girl, that's mm-hmm. probably a character actor. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't know their name right off the bat or anything like that. Yeah. You, or you, if you do remember anything, it's their character name. Right. Yeah. Or you didn't go into the movie expecting to see them exactly. necessarily. Although yes. sometimes sometimes I do. I noticed that a lot of the a lot of my favorite well, my two or three favorite directors rely hugely on character yes. actors. And so a lot of them come from that pool of light. And I was going through my list, I thought, oh, I've only ever seen three or four films. That's you know? right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I have more than that. So uh, I'm not going to read these in any particular order, because okay. to come up with a favorite would oh, be impossible. horrible. And yeah. I limited myself as well to like just 15 minutes of research, yeah. because otherwise... Um, it's a whole rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah, and there's no way I'm going to come up with my absolute favorites. Um, so I just... 15 minutes... Whoever, like, popped up, like, popcorn in my brain, yeah. that's who I've got. Cool. That's what I do, too. So. Cool. This okay. So, uh, so I think I've got a pretty good list that way. I'll, I'll be screaming at myself later for the <laughs> people I miss. But John Goodman, I have at the top of oh, my Oh, how did I miss him? Yeah, you're right. Exactly. That's a great <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah. So John Goodman has been in tons of stuff, and I just love it when he's on screen. Mm-hmm. He's so much fun to watch, and he's... Um, Usually I think of him as from Coen Brother films. Sure. He's been in almost every single one of them. He's a different character in each one. Yeah. And he, whether he's got a minute of screen time or 30 minutes of screen time, he just, he's a, I don't know, I just he get steals a the kick show, out of him. Yeah. I just get a kick out of him. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So. And he's best known, I've noticed a lot of the character actors too that I found, um, they really made it in TV. Like, he's probably best known for his TV role and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in Roseanne. Yeah. But yeah, he's been in a ton of films. So. Right. And for me, it's the other way around. Like, I think, I think, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's sad if somebody identifies him more with, like, <laughs> his role as Dan Connor uh-huh. in Roseanne because he's such an amazingly diverse actor outside of I that. agree. And yeah. I associate him more with film okay. than with, with television. Mm-hmm. Although he was in another really good TV series. Oh, what was it? Um, Treme. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was in the first season of that, and he was fantastic. Yeah. He was just perfect in that. Um, but we're not talking about TV that much, are we? <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, but, so, okay, okay good. good. We have some it, limits. <laughs> I mean, there were some of my picks that definitely had a great TV career. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, it's worth mentioning, but mm-hmm. for the most part, we're focusing on their, their movie work. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Um, another one, Grace Zabriskie. Hmm. Do you know her? No, but let me look Okay, up. so she's a fantastic um, character actress. She's best known for her work with David Lynch. Okay. Um, from Twin Peaks, so that's TV. But I first um, encountered her... One of my guilty pleasures as a kid. I know or, her. Now that I yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. She's, <laughs> yeah, exa- she's one of those people where you... Her, you know. Um, a guilty pleasure as a kid. I was obsessed with uh, Don Knotts and Tim Conway's yes. film. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Apple Dumpling? Uh, okay. No, the the Private Eyes. Oh, okay. Nobody's ever heard of it. But <laughs> it was filmed at the Biltmore Estate, and so, of course, I'm like associating with <laughs> architecture. But um, it's this really, it's it's not a great comedy, um, 
ex I, I'm, except if you have a really twisted kind of fucked up sense of humor, and I did as a kid, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I thought it was great because, you know, it's this uh, house, remote, um, huge mansion, estate. A lot of it takes place at night, which is fantastic mm -hmm. because, you know, people are going to start getting killed. And they do, like, one by one, the entire cast almost gets killed. Um, fantastically dark comedy. Um, and she's in it. She plays uh, kind of a brutal um, maid with a very, very strong accent. And mm -hmm. I just fell in love with her from that role uh, as a kid. And I rarely ever see her. And then she came back and she did Twin Peaks. And she paired, she plays um, Laura Palmer's mother. Okay. And I think she has one of these scenes in the pilot of uh, that show where she just, um, she overacts to, the, to a, a point beyond belief but manages to be deeply affecting at the same time. And okay. I don't know how she managed to get that balance. Um, not many people should or could mm -hmm. be able to do that. Um, that one scene. Um, and she's fantastic throughout. So, yeah, I absolutely adore um, Grace Zabriskie. Yeah, definitely look her up. If you, if, you can't know, if you don't know the name, you'll know the face. Yeah, I imagine yeah. with this episode, people are going to be naming a lot of people that you don't, like... You yeah, know, you can't like put the face to mm -hmm. immediately, but, but you should definitely look people yeah. up. This and you is, know you've seen them, so yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think this should be a, a research required episode. Yes. Yeah. Another one, mm -hmm. Judy Davis. Uh, absolutely. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad that you know. <laughs> Did you include her on your list? I didn't. I didn't. But <sighs> fail. Yeah. No. I couldn't could do everything. Like you <laughs> no, said, exactly. this could have been a 500 yeah. person list. So, yeah. so I think Judy Davis is fantastic. She <laughs> has this. Um, God, she's just. She's a very distinctive appearance, yes. um, but she's been in a lot of great things. She was in Barton Fink. Yes. Um, she was in Naked Lunch. More recently, she was on the TV series Feud, playing Hedda Hopper. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and she was great in that, but I think I just adore her in Barton Fink, where mm -hmm. she's um, uh, this woman that a lot of bad things happen to, but um, she somehow seems to... I, I don't know. I don't want to say too much about it, but yeah. See Barton Fink. See Judy Davis. I want to say that Hunter she's Dan. in the movie The Ref with... Um, I haven't seen it, but I think you're right. With uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, she is. With Kevin Spacey and uh, Dennis Weary. Dennis Weary kind of takes them hostage. hostage. Oh, Kevin Spacey right. is married to her. She's it's like, a real dark comedy. Yeah. And oh, dark comedy. I should see it. Yeah. Her. Basically, they're this bickering couple and yeah. Dennis Weary can't stand them like he's, he's yeah, like, yeah. He's almost like deserve <laughs> each other type of thing so yeah I'm counts I should definitely see yeah. that yeah um, so you made me think so I think one of the reasons that I didn't see the ref is because Dennis Leary is in it and I'm not particularly interested in Dennis Leary as a mm -hmm. lead and I sometimes character actors what do you think when they get put in like lead roles is it sometimes I I don't know I have mixed emotions about that and I, it was never much Never enough for her to be in that film for me to be attracted to it. Okay. But I think that's one of those instances where I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for her to be a, a lead performer. I think it happens with, uh, you know, Dennis Leary, this was the early 90s. Mm -hmm. he, he was kind of taking off with the whole MTV. He was doing this MTV shtick thing. His, yeah. his comedic career was taking off. And so they try it, and then they realize, well, maybe they're just better as a... Uh, supporting role. My my big one with that would be Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, oh, sure. I think, was great as a supporting actor, and he's fine in movies like Twins and and, and things like that. Um, but to me, he's always great as the supporting guy, as opposed to right. It's like the the, the lawyer in the yeah. World of Roses, mm -hmm. kind of like 
Yeah, and absolutely. even when he leads, it's usually there's many other people like Ruthless People is great. But, oh my god! But there's that's also Ben Medor and, and uh, right uh, Helen Slater and Judd Reinhold. So there's yeah. other people to to carry the film as well. So, yeah, yeah. I th- I would argue he was great in that. I think he. Was oh, I think he's great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think they're. I don't know if people are going to see just Danny DeVito. You know, right? Yeah, right. I would. But they like but him. Anyway, he's in yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so another yeah. one, uh, Steve Buscemi. Definitely, that, that, he was definitely on my list. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Okay, I don't even know where to start with him because yeah. he's been in so many things. And uh, I mean, even Thirty Rock. I was so happy to see him in Thirty Rock. Yeah. He was fantastic. Did you see him in Thirty Rock? I haven't. I haven't. Okay, if you love Steve Buscemi, you mm-hmm. have to see all of his Thirty Rock episodes because he goes. They have him go somewhere that you would never expect him to go, mm-hmm. and it's so beautifully fucked up it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing yeah um yeah yeah and i've loved everything else oh that's yeah. a that's a problem with Coen brother movies Adam yeah yeah, yeah. Movies, i don't even yeah. know where to start like yeah. i realized i was writing this the, these lists of names down i was like i'm gonna have to come up with movie titles yeah. that they've been in and i know i've seen like everything he's been in but i, yeah. I just that's i don't right. wanna... i mentioned before so i went through the laundry list, oh so good yeah. i'm gonna rely on you for that <laughs> then okay so now i'm gonna get um olivia coleman Hmm, no. Uh, British know. actress. Okay. Right now she's, um, I think, best known for being in the TV series Broadchurch. She had a, a cameo on Doctor Who. She's done a lot of TV, but I just absolutely adore her. Um, she and, um, mm. like, Miranda Hart, I'm kind of, uh, as far as, like, British um, supporting actresses, I'm totally in, in love with them. Okay, she was in Hot Fuzz, yeah. Yeah, she's been in a lot of things, but she's just kind of like there and gone. Yeah, everything is like really perfect. Good. In Hot Fuzz, mm-hmm. she was the the cop who kept laughing this really annoying laugh yes. about the sexual innuendo. Yes. That was her. That's her. Okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> and she just pops up everywhere. And for like uh, for like the last five to seven years, maybe every mm-hmm. time you look left or right in British cinema, boom, there she is. There yeah. she is. There she is. And I'm just so happy about it. Um, and in Broadchurch, she has this fantastic leading mm-hmm. role. She seems to have a really good handle at comedic timing, but then also being really brooding. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so she's super cool. Okay. Um, okay, more. Harry Dean Stanton. Oh, yeah. I from, was going to put him on the list. Yeah. And you didn't? I, I didn't because I was hoping other people do it too. So okay, yeah, well, yeah. okay. I got your bases covered. <laughs> okay, so uh, for Paris, Texas, if you've seen that, mm-hmm. he's um, Vim Vender's film. It's really fantastic kind of road film. Um, uh, Pretty in Pink. Yeah, he's all over yeah. the map. Absolutely all over the map. He was an alien. He yeah. was one of had a, a grizzly scene. In I alien. forgot he was in Repo Man. Remember, he he's, he's one of the. Um, I think he's one of the Repo guys. But I don't remember. That's a cool classic. Cool Hand Luke. He's in. Wow. Yeah, he should basically be in everything, even <laughs> if you don't notice that he's there. Mm-hmm. Just for reassurance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he should just be there to mm-hmm. have like the. The seal of Harry Dean Stanton approval on everything. Yeah. yeah. I best know him for Pretty in Pink because he plays uh, Molly Ringwald's dad. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I best know him now from Twin Peaks, although yeah. he's in a Twin Peaks original, but I'm obsessed with the new series and he's got a choice role in that. Uh-huh. John C. Riley, going yep, back to character actors yep. who, uh, who are really, really good at going back and forth between being supporting and lead. Yeah. Um, and maybe even making sometimes supporting roles mm-hmm. look... Like we, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think uh, he was in Step Brothers. He's kind of connected with Will Ferrell now, uh, yeah. Talladega Nights. Um, but yeah. before that, he was in a lot of yeah. really great movies. Yeah, he's got a 
absolutely fantastic. I think he was in Chicago. He was, an abs- yeah. An ab- absolutely fantastic role in that. He's also the, I, in For Love of the Game, which is a Kevin Costner baseball movie, he plays the catcher, who is, like, he's got a, a bond with Kevin Costner, and he's very good in that, too. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen that one, so I'm going to have to look that up. I'm getting close to the end of my list. Wow, okay. That's fantastic. Okay, so, um, Catherine O'Hara? Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, so for all of the um, the mockumentary films like Best in Show yes. and uh, she's in uh, Home Alone too. Yeah, and she's in Home Alone, but she's in Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's right. where I fell in mm-hmm. love with her. And so I think ever ever since Beetlejuice, every time I see her, it's like ah yes, just that's Winona Ryder's her. mom. And, and yeah, and, and during the mockumentaries, I think she got paired up a lot with Eugene Levy. And they yes, a tremendously fantastic on screen chemistry. And actually, I didn't know then, but I've found out since then that they were part of a uh, comedic impro- improvisation yeah, troupe true. before yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head, Canadian Troupe, and they're they're working again now on TV. Yeah. Um, which is, it's cool to see those collaborations <clears throat> span lifetimes and yeah. how they've changed in the characters. Mm-hmm. Just and, and to know that going back to those mockumentaries that they just feed uh, off of each other. Um, so well. So oh yeah, well, so that's well. a great pick. Yeah, I'm not going to mention Eugene Levy, but I'm kind of like a ba- I'm giving a, ba- a backyard mention there. Uh-huh. But it's Catherine O'Hara that yes. I just absolutely adore. Um, okay, so Joseph Cotton. Yeah, yeah, a famous classic actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I should, I should kind of despise him because he's so well, um, or he's kind of infamous for having been a notorious homophobe. Oh, I, I just know figured, that. No. You, okay. I just figured, you know, if that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was a different time. Mm-hmm. And looking back, I know what that means. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can't come out, yes. I know what was going on. <laughs> but you're right. Um, I was th- yeah, you, that's a great pick, because I always thought of him almost as a leading guy. But you're right. He... He was in Citizen Kane, but he wasn't the main person. He was in The Third Man, but of course... Yeah, and even in Shadow of the Doubt, uh, Shadow of a Doubt, yeah, he's kind of the lead, but nah, he's still a character yeah. actor. Yeah, that's kind of... Teresa Wright, she's kind of the... Oh, okay. Kind of, kind of the lead. That's who... Uh, her name's Charlie. Uncle Charlie's stalking her. And that's... Um, but he's also great in Gaslight. Cause he's yes. Just, you know, yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. I'd forgotten he was in that. Yeah. Love Gaslight. One of my favorite. I didn't films. know that about Joseph Cotton. That that bums me out. So, but yeah. But you know, <laughs> you know. Oh, and then one more. Yep. Elsa Lanchester. Uh, thank you for mentioning. Yes, excellent pick. Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. Perfect. But she's been in so many other things. Um, Witness for the prosecution. She plays. Oh. Um, I he, the main characters. Uh, he he was married to her in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it? Charles Lawton. Charles Lawton. Yeah. They were married. Yeah. And so he she plays his nurse. Of course, he's the mm-hmm. he's the prosecutor in the film, and she's brilliant in that role. We should do a, a Elsa Lanchester movie marathon. You could. She's in a ton of it. That's a great yeah. character actress. Yeah, um, she's in uh, the Spiral Staircase. She yes. plays the maid, and I just adore her. She has this mm-hmm. dog. Uh, I don't remember the name of the dog, but it's as yeah. And, and anyway, um, she's fantastic in that. She was in Murder by Death, a Neil Simon yeah. comedy, where uh, again a lot of people. Um, it's a dark comedy fantastic she was in Mary Poppins yeah she was in Mary Poppins yes she's been in so many things she seems to play like a lot of maids yeah. uh, a lot of oh caregiving kind of yes. roles like support like yeah. nurturing roles brides yeah. you know, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know, like yeah. um, in, in a medical sense yes. you know? <laughs> 
Um, she's oh, and the other thing, kind of like one of my main picks was Joan Cusack, and I think there's oh, a lot, there's a lot of similarities with, with her and yes. and uh, yeah, Elsa Manchester. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of a, a eccentric, affected kind of. Yeah, um, but they're, they're always memorable. In yeah, all absolutely. The roles. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna leave it on Elsa Jan- okay, Manchester. Okay, that's a great. Pick. I have some other ones, but I yeah. just adore her so much. I yeah. think that's a good one. Two thirty, so Alfred, time for our little nap. Oh, get out. And very bye. We'd better go upstairs now. Get undressed and lie down. We? What a nauseating prospect. Upstairs, please. Are you aware, Miss Plimsoll, that while on my sickbed, I seriously considered strangling you with one of your own rubber tubes? Come along now, like a good boy. Oh, no. You take your hands off me, Miss Plimsoll. I'll strike you with my cane. Oh, you can never do that. You might break your cigars. Cigars? What cigars? The ones you're smuggling in your cane. Cane? You could be jailed for this. You had no search warrant for my cane. In hospital, he'd hide cigars and brandy all over the place. We called him Wilfred the Fox. I'm confiscating these. Can't I have just one? No. Upstairs. All right, Enrique's back. Hello. And she's not even waving at the at the uh, microphone this time. This is good. Yeah, so. sorry. I am so out of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a fun interview. So this is good. I like, don't even know where I am. So I'm you're working playing, so much. I'm like knee-deep in spreadsheets. You're playing the character that is frazzled and can't oh my God, all over the place. I can't. Can't, but you're Running stealing, into things. But you're going to steal the show because that's, am I? Well, that's what happens. <laughs> so. All right. So this, this week, is it's a lot of fun because we're all coming up with uh, with a bunch of names and uh, yes. there really hasn't been a lot of overlap yet so I'm curious to hear what your list of favorite character actors are. I'm excited I mean I've, I'm like still in the process of doing research actually <laughs> but the one that really stuck out in my head when you mentioned character actors I, first of all I didn't know what it was you had to explain <laughs> to me like they always kind of play the same role they're never yeah. like the main character, but mm-hmm. they're usually a sidekick or a friend or a buddy. Exactly. And I immediately thought of Judy Greer. Yeah, that's a great one. Did somebody mention her? No, not yet. Great. Good job. There's like a, you know, an internet meme that Judy Greer does not deserve to be a character actor. Right. This woman needs her own movie because mm-hmm. she's so talented and she always plays like the, like, sex-obsessed creepy friend uh-huh. you know she was in my favorite version of her was the wedding planner yes yeah uh, obviously we know my love yeah. for that movie was her like j-lo's sidekick was definitely the best the one cool thing about character actors is you actually see them more than the stars because they have to work yeah they're in all these different movies and, and they're yeah. always working like always. whenever you, you scroll through their you know, filmography yeah. is it. They're in everything. everything. Yep. And yep. it's like all the time. Yeah, which I think is fun. So yeah. that's, that's good. So that's a great pick. Mm-hmm. And then I think my second one, I tried to find women because sure. when I looked up character actor, and it could just be because I searched actor uh, actress, and not yeah. character But actress. actor kind of encompasses everything. It's supposed <laughs> so, yeah. to. But, but when it I kept it to character actress... Some of my faves came in, Popped and up. one uh-huh. of them was Jennifer Coolidge. I don't know if you yes, know her. Yes, definitely. That's she is hilarious. Yeah. She's so funny, and I didn't know who she because she's not really my generation. I didn't really yeah. know who she was until she came in on and was a guest on Friends. Yes. And there's a lot of 80s actors that I didn't know, or like early 90s actors mm-hmm. that I didn't know their work, but I was you know introduced to them yeah. as a Friends guest, and that was Jennifer Coolidge because she comes in as that like British yeah. girl. <laughs> 
like pretends to be British, right. but not really, really British. And she has this fake bimbo accent. She's like, I'm really good at dancing. She's like dancing around. And, you know, I'm a huge Friends fan. So apparently the cast was just losing their mind the whole oh, time. Right. Uh-huh. She was so funny and like was cracking everybody up the whole time. A lot of these character actors that we've been coming up with, uh, they do really well on TV. They do. And, and yeah. uh, Jennifer Coolidge, many people know her for um, as Stifler's mom right. in the American Pie series. Yeah. But she's also great in Best in Show mm-hmm. and she's in a lot of uh, really funny movies. She's so, yeah. hilarious. She I love Best in Show. It's one of my favorites yeah. and I didn't even remember that she was in it. And yeah. that's how I feel like the quintessential character actor mm-hmm. You forget that they're in it, but yeah. they're, they contribute so much. They do. They absolutely. They're, like, really important. A lot of times, they they are the most memorable parts of a movie. Yeah, yeah. but you, the face just doesn't stick with you. You're That's like, who right. is that person? It's just someone. This is going to be... And I was talking to Malin about where These are going to be names that people are going to be looking up as they're listening to this. Because yeah. you might not know the name, but you're going to know the face and, and totally. all the movies they're in. And there's so many good ones. Another yeah. good one was Allison Janney. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I love her. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which of her... Her films really stuck out in my head, but she always plays like the mom character. Mm-hmm. But, like, oh, she's really uh, Juno's funny... mom. Yes, yeah. yes. She's always the mom, mm-hmm. but in like a hilarious, like a hilarious yes. mom, mm-hmm. and she delivers these dry lines that are just so good. She's also in Private Parts. She plays, I think, one of Howard Stern's program managers. Really? Yeah. And Paul Giamatti. That was one of the first times I saw him too. Who was almost like a, a really well-known character. So so good. Yeah. So good. And then, I guess my last one. I have, I'm scrolling through them as we speak. And, like, they're they're popping out into my, you know, cognizance. Uh But I scrolled over, um, I guess her name is Alfre Woodard. Do you know Hmm, her? No. But she is absolutely phenomenal actress. Okay. I guess she's had a pretty long character, uh, actor career Let's see what she's I'll in. go through her IMDB but I recognize her from True Blood she played oh. um Laurent not Laurent the actor who just died very very tragically oh right Nelson yes. uh-huh. Ellis her she she played the, Tara's mother and she played like this she's in Luke Cage okay she's in she's in Captain America Civil War okay <laughs> State of Affairs she does look familiar so she's had a crazy career like all these character actors oh wow she's amazing something new she's in beauty shop um love and basketball (laughs) (laughs) the 90s she was in all these Mm, funny valentine first contact all these characters that are you know you don't read the character name yeah like who was that blue chips but she's in everything But I recognize her from her work on True Blood, and okay. she's extraordinary. Like, she's one of the best actors mm-hmm. I've ever watched. She played Tara's, like, drunk, alcoholic mom. Okay. But it's, she, it was just so moving and such a good performance. And mm-hmm. it makes me wonder, like, if these actors were given, you know, real roles, yeah. how many of them, not that the, the roles they're not in aren't real, but starring roles. Yeah, larger many, roles, yeah. Mm-hmm. How many of them would turn into... Stars from that. Like, major mm-hmm. Hollywood A-list. Yeah. Oscar winners. Because mm-hmm. there's so many Oscar winners that or you know, A-listers that are, like, big in a few movies and then they die off. Sure. Like Katherine Heigl. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. Um, they're kind of the flavor of the month. Or the adapt, like... To me, my big one was Carrie Fisher, because you yeah. think of her as a star, but really she's best known as a character actress. She was really only 
in uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. But she was the friend in Sleepless in Seattle. No, and um, um, when Harry met exactly. Sally. Exactly. She and, was so funny. And she's hilarious in the Blues Brothers trying to kill um, Jake and Elwood. Oh, yeah. she's, the, she's the jilted, uh, jilted uh, fiance. And then she's also in the Burbs with Tom yeah. Hanks. She's the, she's uh, Tom Hanks's wife. So. so funny. And you know the men are all like really. Yeah, like Danny Trejo. I just noticed that. Yeah, like, he's like the they perennial all bad guy. Pop out like they list. Christopher Walken as a character I, that was one of my actor, picks. Yeah. but to me he's an icon. He is, but he's he doesn't always star in iconic. anything. I guess that's true, yeah. but you don't think of it that way. Like you just think of him being one of the biggest, greatest actors. Right. You don't think of him as a character actor, whereas someone like, you know, you know, Philip Philip Seymour Hoffman is listed. That's actually a great one because he's always he always plays those kind of side roles. But he, then he starred in Capote, and he was yeah. great. So. Um, yep. that's going to happen from time to time. And I mentioned this on, on the mail interview, uh, Danny DeVito, mm-hmm. he's to me always a character, actor, but he did have a, a peak there where he was starring in movies like twins and ruthless people and, and things like that. So yeah, I also love Stanley Tucci. Oh yeah. He's, Oh, he's, that's I love another him good one. so much. Yeah. I love him in the devil wears Prada. Uh-huh. I love him as the parent in the Emma Stone film Easy A. Uh, oh, that's right. That, that's what I was gonna think. Yes, he's I think the he was. Al- he, the mom was Allison Janney. No, no, no? It was somebody else. We're Some other character actor. But Easy she's in a. a lot of things too. That's one of my favorite teen movies, actually, and it doesn't get like the greatest reviews. I enjoyed it. I but thought it was I a lot enjoyed of fun. it so much, and I'll probably go home and watch it again. Amanda Bynes is actually great. Stanley Tucci is, yeah. and what was the last name? Pendergast. Olive Pendergast. Lisa Kudrow was in it. Patricia Aha, Patricia yeah. Clarkson. Yeah. Another great one. Another great one. Yeah. She plays like the kooky stoner mom yes. so well. Yeah. I yeah. love her so much because she was also in uh, Bridesmaids. She was, and then the um, in Easy A, the um, teacher that she really likes is a good character actor too. He was in Wings. Oh, I don't um, remember. God, him. what was his? What was it? So go scroll up. To Sorry, listeners. We're totally on the internet right going. now. We're actually we have Thomas organic. Hayden Church. He's another oh, good character actor. I, he looks super eighties. He is. He? Yeah, he was in. He was in Sideways. He was in. Yeah, he's the, actually he steals the show in Sideways because yeah. he's just the crazy friend. So yeah. yeah, there's so many good ones. I feel like there's more good character actors than there are good actors. Yeah, <laughs> like starring actors. This is why this episode's been really fun because I had about thirty. Malin had about 10, you, so you have a bunch, and nobody's really overlapped yet, so this is good. I've, it's kind of impressive. I, you know, you don't think about it. I think that's what makes it interesting. Well, yeah. It's a little sad. Is there's all these incredibly hardworking, talented people out there that you don't know their names, but you know, like, Katherine Heigl's name. <laughs> well, it makes sense. I mean, how many... They can't be... If everyone was a star, that wouldn't work. So I you, guess. You know, so. <laughs> Stanley Tucci is the man. No, he's great. I yeah. love him in everything he does, everything he touches. Just love him. He was in the Hunger Games. That's right. Um, yeah. he played. Who did he play? Oh, the crazy announcer guy mm-hmm. with the crazy hair. And in the books, like you have such a specific vision for that character. And I was—I had a very specific actor in mind. Mm-hmm. Or I don't remember who I had in mind, but I had a okay. very specific vision of who it would be in the movies. And then I brought out Stanley Tucci, and I was like, "Oh, I don't think that'll." And then he got on stage and he was doing it. it. Was and fine. I was like, "Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. He can do anything. Mm-hmm. He can do anything. He's amazing. I love him." 
All right, my other brother Brian is back. Welcome back, Brian. Thanks. Good to be here. All right, for this week we're going to talk about our favorite character actors. So far there haven't been many, you know, overlaps in our choices, which is great. So yeah. let's get into your list. You have a, it looks like you have a pretty extensive list. So. Yeah. Um, first, I did want to mention that, you, I mean, I didn't want to take yours, but you said Joan Cusack before, yeah. and mm -hmm. I, I think she's a perfect choice. Oh, for, yeah. Yeah. So, but you can talk great, about her. Well, I, won't, I won't. I just because you probably already did. But yeah. Um, so anyway, I'll just start off with my list. Um, no particular order. Okay. Claude Rains. Um, I picked him. Oh, yeah, okay, that's awesome. a good one. Yeah, um, great villain slash foil character. Mm -hmm. um, I like it. I, some of my favorite movies are the old Adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn. Oh, he that's right. Plays Prince yeah. John in that. Uh -huh. um, in Casablanca, of course, and yeah. he's the villain in uh, Notorious yes. Hitchcock film. So. And he did star in a few early, like he was the Invisible Man in the Phantom of the Opera. But oh, yeah, that's he's, right. Yeah. He, but he's definitely best known as as the the sidekick or the the villain or the. Yeah. But he's always memorable in every movie. Yeah, I just yeah, I love Claude Rains. Anyway, yeah, great uh, Brad Dourif, um, he's mm -hmm. in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay. Uh, his his character is Billy Bibbit. He's kind of a stuttering character. Mm. He's pretty good in that that. Um, and then he plays. He's got a, like a really long career. So he was in more recently. He was in um, Lord of the Rings, where he played Wormtongue. Okay. And then uh, on TV, he was a doctor in the show Deadwood. Oh, okay. So he's like he's kind of good at like changing his look and appearance, <laughs> and blending into whatever movies he's in well as we were saying uh, uh Malin and i were joking that this is the episode where you're going to be on your phone or whatever like looking up these people if you don't immediately know their name yeah yeah i mean you wouldn't yeah he's he's a guy i i remember just because i distinctly remember liking whoever played whoever played worm tongue uh -huh. in lord of the rings and then like Oh yeah. Whoever yeah. played the doctor in Deadwood, and I found out they were the same guy. I'm like, wow, Brad, that Brad Dourif, and he's he's good. He's <laughs> he's also in so, Child's Play. Oh yeah, he's Chucky. That's right. Yeah, I guess he's the voice of Chucky. Yeah. So yeah, he's got a pretty interesting career. That's a good one. Um, Nobody, nobody's picked him. Uh, Joe Pandoliano, Joey Pants. Yes, that's a great one. Um, he's really good. In Matrix. Uh, he's good. Kind of sidekick to Tommy Lee Jones and Fugitive. Yeah. And, I don't know a bunch of other things. Oh, he's in Goonies. He's that's a, right. part of the Fratellis. Yeah, 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 he's one of the Fratellis. Uh, hey, risky business. Risky business. Yeah. And he's in, well, I mean, TV is in Sopranos. Of course. He plays a good kind of foil to Tony. Yeah. For one season there. Um, yeah, just, he's really fun actor. That's a great I think one. he even won an Emmy for a Golden Globe or something. Mm -hmm. that, so, yeah. Um, Eli Wallach. Great. That's a great one. Uh, yes. Yeah, he, so he's, he's had, he lived to be 98, so he's had a, like a, Really long acting career. Um, he was in. Uh, I mean, the favorite ones I like him in. He's in Magnificent Magnificent Seven. He's like the lead bandit. Yes. Um, he plays Tuco, the ugly character, quote unquote, in uh, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. That's right. And then he's in, in later his later career. He was Don Altabello in Godfather Three. That's right. And I don't know. Um, I did note when I was reading, I researched him a little bit, and uh, he was actually. Chosen to play Frank Sinatra's role in uh, From Here to Eternity, and really? he turned it down because he wanted to star in a play by Elia Kazan. And then yeah. Sinatra went on to win the Oscar. And then every time you would see um, Eli Wallach after that, he's like, "How are you doing, you crazy actor?" <laughs> 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 so, 
<laughs> that would have been a good. Yeah. You, should, you should have told me about that one. We'd have done it for. Yeah, um, I didn't know until just yeah. now. That's yeah, a that great been, one. Yeah, for your previous episode on that. So I just saw a movie called Tough Guys, which I believe was the last movie for Burt Lancaster. He was in it with Kirk Douglas. It came out in '86. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah like it's back real, then, back when it was out. Yeah, yeah, it's on DVD now, so yeah. it's it's super fun. But Eli Wallach plays this crazy hitman that's trying to. Get, uh, these, these two guys yeah, were trained. I remember that movie. Yeah, they were trained since the '80s since I saw it. So the train robbers that get out of jail, they're in their late 60s, early 70s, and Eli Wallach is trying to kill them as they got out. So it's really funny. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's just good. He's really, he's really just great. And he kept acting. He was, yeah, he was in the sequel to Wall Street. Yeah. Uh, Money Never Sleeps. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. He's good in everything he yeah. does. Um, next is Peter Stormare, who mm-hmm. uh, is one of the villains in Fargo, one of the kidnappers. Oh, the, yeah. Okay. The Swedish guy. Mm-hmm. And he is Swedish. Um and he's also in The Big Lebowski as uh, oh, one of the yeah. nihilist guys. And he played a ex-porn actor called Carl Hungus. Oh, yes. <laughs> here to fix your, your cable. <laughs> he's also in Armageddon. Oh, yeah. He's in a bunch of stuff. And wow. he was in the, recently he was in John Wick 2. Oh, nice. As one the the uh, hey, right. Czech gangster guy. Mm-hmm. Pete Postelflate. I can't, I can't really pronounce his oh, name very yeah. well. Um, he played... I think people would know him most as the lawyer Kobayashi in Usual Suspects. Yes. Um, very he's, kind of gruff Irish actor. And if you saw The Town, he's one oh, of the main... Oh, is he in The Town? Yeah, he's forgot. one of the main yeah. gangsters in The yeah, Town. he's in that. He's probably been in some other gangster movies. He's in In the Name of the Father, mm-hmm. uh, which I really liked him in. He might have won, won a... Some, I think he was nominated for In the Name of the Father, mm-hmm. if I remember right. Um, yeah, so he's just... Kind of, he kind of plays the same sort of character, but yeah. he's he's great at it. <laughs> and that's what we've been discovering yeah. with these character actors. I mean, you kind of find your niche, and then yeah. you you just keep you keep in it. And the and character actors have to work, so you're seeing them in a ton of films, yeah, and yeah. TV. So, yeah, they don't yeah. get the big payday, so they kind of keep showing they up keep and working, all yeah. stuff and TV. Mm-hmm. And there's someone that's like this guy I saw in a commercial, and you see him in all kinds of commercials, and he shows up. I can't even I can't even tell you the actor's name, but it's just like this guy has this kind of very generic mm-hmm. kind of midwestern face and he's in the oh whole yes um i know did he play jay jonah jameson in the um oh well jk simmons he's yeah, simmons, no, that's yeah. a different guy yeah, yeah no he's yeah he's he's in those uh, farmers too. commercials yeah so yeah. yeah he's like yeah he showed up on my email today like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's in a ton of stuff you yeah he won an oscar for um oh what's the drummer movie i can't think of the name of it a couple of years ago anyway he he was, and he was also a supporting actor role. he's in a ton of stuff he also yeah. did um i think he was juno's dad in the movie Juno. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Allison Janney, who Enrica picked, also played Juno's mom. So they're, they're oh, great yeah. character Allison actors. Allison Janney, I didn't list her, but yeah, she's yeah, good. She's great. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Rick Moranis. That, I picked him. Uh, yep. For Ghostbusters yep. and Spaceballs, yep. mainly. Um, I mean, I guess he's starred in some things. Like, technically, he's like one of the stars of I mean, I Chunk the Kids. Yeah. And uh, Strange Brew, although Strange Brew is kind of like, It's a cult classic. <laughs> it's a cult movie, yeah. really, so I don't know. It's, it's, he's definitely doing a character role. And he, I guess he stopped acting for yeah, his children. Yeah, yeah, he basically retired. And yeah. um, I, don't know, I think Mel Brooks was recently trying to coax him out of retirement to do a sequel to Spaceballs. Oh, okay. but I, don't, I don't really know if that's happening. I, I keep hearing like rumors about yeah. it. I don't know. That'd be kind fun. Of, probably too many people. I mean, there's not going to be John, John, no, John Candy, Candy yeah. for one. John so, Rivers. No, John Rivers, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. But he's he's a good one. Yeah. Um, John Torturo. Definitely picked him. Yeah, kind of. Sometimes a leading man, but uh, I love him and Quiz Show, 
Big Lebowski yep. as the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miller's Crossing. Yeah. Basically every Coen Brothers film he's in. Pretty much. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? He's in a lot of... Barton uh, Fink. Barton yeah, Fink, definitely. He's kind, of kind of the lead in that one, right? Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's definitely the on the, the uh, movie cover. Um, yeah. He's also in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. And Sandler yeah. likes to bring in a bunch yeah, of people. Yeah, what was yeah. the... The he was in the, the hollow leg and the, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Deeds I think. Mr. Deeds he yeah. plays the, the that wasn't even that good but he was funny he's hilarious he in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's in anger management too okay with uh, Jack Nicholson I saw that yeah I can't, yeah. can't remember but yeah he yeah he was just funny mm-hmm. in those kind of roles um Steve Buscemi who they kind of go hand in hand yeah I mean yeah. they're kind of they show up in the same Coen Brothers movies sometimes yep. he was in Fargo uh, Big Lebowski mm-hmm. is a more understated role. I mean, he was in Ghost World, which was a really cool movie. Yeah. Uh, the, the geeky um, record collector guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he had the leading role in the series Boardwalk Empire. Yes. Kinda, I think that show kind of didn't work because he is such a character actor he, that it was hard to have him as like your lead role. But. He's also great in um, Reservoir Dogs. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mr. Pink. Yeah, all the, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course, Mr. Pink. Countless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, who great, I mean, he definitely one. had lead actor roles, but I think maybe more, he started off more as a character actor um, to me, or in my mind anyway. And he, I liked him a lot in Boogie Nights, and yeah. again, Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski is basically a whole bunch of character actors coming yeah. together with Jeff Bridges and John Goodman. John Goodman, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Malin definitely picked John Goodman. So that was it. Oh uh, yeah, John Goodman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I don't know. He's in so many things. It's almost like he's kind of he crosses the line too. I, I think John between, Goodman, yeah. yeah, between lead and character actor. I just good, watched uh, the movie Trumbo yesterday. Oh and, yeah, uh, John Goodman's got a great role as uh, one of the main uh, movie studio guys that uh, he owns his own uh, film company, and oh, Trumbo okay. has to go to him because he's blacklisted. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's great in it. Nice. Really oh yeah, cool. he was a movie studio guy in Argo, right? Yes. Alan Argo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tilda Great Swinton. Yeah. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. She's yeah. like whatever role she's in, she totally embodies it every single time, mm-hmm. and it's always some kind of weird character. Yeah. And she's awesome. And she was just <laughs> basically a, everything she's in. <laughs> I just saw her in Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. she was yeah. the ancient one. Or I think that's the name of the character. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So she was good. Although people were upset that they didn't cast an Asian character for that, which you know I can kind of that's understand. fair. But it's yeah. whatever. It's just a she does a great job. In the uh, yeah, role. it's hard to argue with Tilda Swinton. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think the ancient one is a male anyway in the comic books, so they, they at least went off a different direction right. <laughs> for part of it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, so pretty much every and then the movie she started. I mean, she, I don't know if you ever saw that movie Orlando. I didn't. No. Heard of it? Mm-hmm. She is plays a character who basically kind of reincarnates or just keeps living and mm. like has different like lives, different roles. Okay. In his slash her life, mm-hmm. and it's just I don't know. It's totally weird. I can't, <laughs> there's another one where she, there's yeah. like a genetic, there's some sci- weird sci-fi movie that she's in where she's like a geneticist. And hmm. I don't know. She's in, she's in some weird stuff and she's amazing in mm-hmm. pretty much everything. Catherine O'Hara. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm thinking a lot of like the, uh, what's the SCTV people? Uh-huh. <laughs> she's, I don't know. I really like her best in show on the, you know, the other, um, Christopher Guest. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Malin or Enrica picked her, but yeah. Um, yeah, she's great. And she's even in Home Alone. She Home plays, Alone, uh, she's yeah. the mom. Yeah. yeah. She's good at that. Um, yeah, I like her, especially in Best in Show. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then Madeline Kahn. Oh, great one. Yes. Because uh, she's in a couple of my favorite comedy movies, mm-hmm. History of the World Part 1, yep. Young Frankenstein, and I have 
a soft spot for the movie Clue. That's yeah, <laughs> guilty pleasures. And Blazing Saddles. Yeah, yeah Blazing Saddles. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, she was like mainstay a, of, of Mel Brooks. A yeah, lot of, yeah. and, and this is another theme that came up that a lot of the um, directors would reuse their favorite actors. And yeah, a lot of things. Yeah, and that made sense. And she yeah. definitely was a Mel Brooks. Yeah. Um, character actor and speaking of which the last one I have is Cloris Leachman who, great one yeah. Frau Bucha yes. <laughs> she's in a lot of and she's yeah. kind of having a resurgence now because she's in a lot of uh, yeah. TV shows and I think she does some voice acting yeah and, yeah so, yeah, that's a good, all great she's one. She's over in her eighties, so I know. Well, like, it's kind of like Betty White. I mean, Betty yeah, White, yeah. She, even though she's more TV, but yeah, um, yeah she, it's kind of cool to to see people uh, find a resurgence. So great job as right, always. Thanks. thanks, Brian. All right, Lindley is back. Welcome back. I think you took a few weeks off. I did. I was on vacation. That's right. Did you do John Hughes movies? No, you didn't no. even do John Hughes movies. I didn't do John Hughes movies. Oh wow! No. Then those Sorry. are your faves. Oh, that's right. You're They're not my favorite. I'm not a John Hughes fan. Well, maybe you are. I don't even remember. <laughs> I can't keep track of everything. <laughs> anyway, this week we're going to talk about our favorite character actors. And so yes. um, you were kind of dreading doing some research, but I think you did. And now you I have did. A, I you have figured a good out list. which they are. I hope so. I don't know if it's a good list. Okay, but... well, let's jump right into it. Well, I've divided them up into... First, I divided them into by gender. Okay. So I'll name like, my favorite male. Or do you want to go back and forth? Sure. We'll go Gender, male, female, male, male. Yeah. female, male, mm-hmm. female. Okay, yeah. so number one for male character actors, John C. Riley. Yeah, great. I, he was on my list. Oh, yeah. stop it! I don't want to have crossover. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's great. So, yeah. Yeah. What are I your mean, favorite? Uh, of John C. Riley. Yeah. yeah, of course, Talladega and I. Yeah. He's very funny, but he's also really good at Magnolia. I don't mm-hmm. know. He just always plays like a good sidekick, goofy and, yeah. sidekick, likable. He's yeah. like warm and likable. Um, yeah, I just really like him. That was a good one. Yeah, he's good. Um, and then on the female side, um, I have Catherine O'Hare. Yeah, actually, uh, too. <laughs> I did pick her. And, I but, love her. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she's great. She's in a lot. Of, one of the best Beetle in show. Yeah, is, like in all of those, and a lot of yeah. So I think a lot of the folks I picked were like either Coen Brothers mm-hmm. or um, Best in Show. What's the those comedy troops? Yeah. yeah what's the guy's name? Eugene that Levy. It? No, yeah, Eugene Levy's awesome, but another guy that creates them that's always yes. in them um, Christopher Guest sorry Christopher, Christopher Guest, Guest yes. yeah, directs them and like Waiting for them. Guffman and yeah, yeah. Um, Spinal Tap yeah and, is she yeah. in Spinal Tap I don't know Maybe. I don't think she's in Spinal Tap yeah. but she's in Best in Show yes. and she's the mom in Home Alone too yeah, yeah. she is yeah. right 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 um, and the mom in Beetlejuice is yeah. my favorite yeah she's great Winona Ryder's mom stepmom stepmom yeah <laughs> that's right she's sleeping with Prince Valiant that's right <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, let's go male. John Goodman. Another good one. Yeah, yes. he's all, he's also in all the Coen Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the Coen Brothers, of course, in the Big Lebowski. Yes. Um, Shabash, Shabash, Shabash. He's also in. Well, he kind of stars, I guess, if you can call it a starring role in Cloverfield, the mm. next Cloverfield movie. I don't yeah. know if you've watched it. I haven't. It's just like he's the bad. I mean, he's yeah, he is the bad guy. Not to give any spoilers <laughs> away, but um, it's it's hard to be scared of John Goodman, you know? Yeah. It's like, I can't be scared of him. He's like everybody's dad. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And I think a lot of people just think of him as um, Dan and Roseanne. Well, that is so, what he's known for, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of character actors are, are big in TV, too, because they just got to work. That is the crossover, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's TV. Okay, so next. Female? Yep. Diane West. That nobody's picked her. That's a Diane great West? one. Yes. Oh my god, she's so good. I love her in Edward Scissorhands. Yep. She's the 
mom and, and she's the mom she's like the perennial mom she's yeah in, always. Uh, footloose oh it, oh right she's yeah. the mom in footloose that's right i've and, only watched that here and a great mom in parenthood oh yeah i love yeah. parenthood too that's she's a good movie. Uh, martha plimpton's mom yeah, yeah 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 right 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 and actually joaquin phoenix's mom because he's the little he's the kid oh is he yeah oh, i think his weird. name was leaf at the time Leaf Phoenix. Yeah. He changed it to Joaquin. Yeah, he was all. He was the kid into porn. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's weird. Right, right, right. That's Did so you have electric candle holder? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good one. Yes. Good, good. Great one. Okay, so let's go. Um, next one, Ron Perlman. That's a great pick. But he's yes. also now he stars in Hellboy, but I've yeah. loved him before. But he's mostly a, a character actor. He's even a yeah. character actor in Police Academy Five. Oh, see, I don't. I've Thank never you seen very him much. In that. Um, <laughs> Why I like would him you? in the City of Lost Children uh-huh. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. He yeah. also plays the Beast in the Beauty and the Beast adaptation, right? He plays it in the TV show. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Not, not, <laughs> not the movie. Wait, not, not the, the movie. movie yes. No. <laughs> He's a little with, well, I don't uh, know if he's too with, old for with that. With the Hamilton, but... right? Um, From the 80s? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's who it is. I just did Ron Perlman. Yes. Oh, okay, Francis McDormand. Gray one, nobody's picked her, so yeah. <gasps> she's wonderful, though she also stars on one of my favorite movies, Fargo, yep. but I mean, I just love everything, and she's in all of the, she's in um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I mean, she, again, she's in a lot of the Coen brothers, so I do have a yes. theme of choosing Christopher Guest or Coen brothers. She was also in, she starred in one of her early roles. Oh, she's in Almost Famous. She plays uh, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, boy's mom. Yeah, 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 she does. Yeah, 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 right, Blood right, right. Simple. She, I think that was her first movie. It, it was and a... she's the Coen Brothers movie, right? Isn't yes. It? Yes. Yeah, it's it is, her first right? feature film. It's her first movie. Yeah. And then Miller's Crossing. Mm-hmm. It's Blood Simple, then Miller's Crossing. Yeah. And they met, that's where they met. Right. She's married to, I don't know which one she's married to. She's married to one of them. Mm-hmm. John or Ethan. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> No, but she's great. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought her up. So. Okay, yeah. Friends like Norman Lover. Now I'm on mail. Okay, so I picked only because he just passed away as Martin Lando. Yes. Just for his role in North by Northwest. But he's in a of lot course. of... Yeah, he's Did in a lot of stuff. Ed Wood. He plays Bella Gossi. Yeah, um, that's funny. I don't... I know he's in Ed Wood, but I don't have... That's, that could have been one of my one and done. Yes, I only see Ed Wood once, and I think it's a great movie, but I don't feel like seeing it again. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. He's so bitter as Bela Lugosi. He They're, hates Bela yeah, he, he hates Boris Karloff. Those, right, 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 right. And right. so I will play it because I'm not going to do it justice. <laughs> Mr. Lugosi, I, I know you're very busy, but um, can I have your autograph? Certainly. You know which movie of yours I love, Mr. Lugosi? The Invisible Ray. You were great as Karloff's sidekick. Karloff? Sidekick? Fuck you! Karloff does not deserve to smell my shit! That limey cocksucker can rot in hell for all I care! What happened? How dare that asshole bring up Karloff? You think it takes talent to play Frankenstein? It's all on makeup and then grunting! Bella, I agree 100%. Now, Dracula, that's a role that requires talent. Of course! Dracula requires presence. It, it's all in the eyes and the voice and the hand. That's right. That's right. You seem a little agitated. You want to go outside and get some air? Bullshit! I'm ready now. Roll the camera. That's funny. Well, he's really good in, um, yeah, I just love him in North by Northwest. He's super young. He and is. He's weird looking as a young Yeah, you always too. think of him as an old guy. Yeah, but he's like very strange looking but as a young man. Let me see what else he was in because he's been in a ton of stuff. So, let's see. He gets him drunk. They force feed him liquor in the beginning of the movie. 
And then obviously later in the kidnapping scene. Wow, he's even in Cleopatra. So. <laughs> and Frankenweenie. Oh, he's so. in Frankenweenie? Yeah. <laughs> I love Frankenweenie. Yeah. The original. Yeah, yeah. Tim uh, yeah. Burton did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so female. Yep. That was Martin Lando. Um, oh, Angelica Houston. Great, yes. She's yeah. one of my favorites. Um, Pritzi's Honor. Yeah, so all of those. She did all the series roles, mm-hmm. but then she did The Adams Family. She played Morticia Adams later, and she's in The Royal Tenenbaums. So yes. I love her as the mom in The Royal Tenenbaums. I want to see, were they thinking about casting Cher instead of Angelica Houston? As yeah. Morticia? Yeah, Maybe. I could be wrong, but... Um, I think a lot of people said when they... when they real No, I think they said when they cast... Some critic was said, like, oh, when they found out it was Angelica Houston and... Um, Raul Garcia. Yeah, Raul Garcia. They're like, oh, they're doing like the good version. Like they're gonna do it well. Like (laughs) it's gonna be the classy version. These are like classy, classier actors than say Cher or someone else that would could have played Raul. That's a great pick. Yeah, I forgot about Angel. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Um. Then I just have. Well, I have two here that I don't know. Will count. I put Tan Aykroyd. I think that's fair. Yeah. Is he? I mean, he did start... I mean, he was kind of a big star, but then he does a lot, in, especially in his older, like, um, Driving Miss Daisy. Yes. She play, he plays her son, uh-huh. and he just start, He kind of took on that character acting role later. Mm-hmm. Well, later, 80s. Is that the 80s? Driving Miss Daisy? 80s or 90s? Late 80s, early 90s. Early 90s, something like that. I just saw him in Gross Point Blank. He was that there, hit man. See, he's so, always... Yeah, yeah. He's like kind of has these little roles here and there. Yeah, I think, I think it's hard for most actors and actresses as they, as they get older, especially for actresses. Yeah. Um, they it started tough to be a leading lady unless well, you're for actresses, of course. Yeah, unless you're And Dan Aykroyd put, put on a lot of weight. He Kind of like Alec Baldwin yeah. did, who then went to TV, right? I kind of compare... Dan Aykroyd, a different career path. Yeah. Like Danny DeVito, like, would star in a few yeah, films. Yeah, I would say mostly, Danny DeVito's yeah. a great sidekick, too. Yeah. He was possibly on my list. The other one I had was Bill Murray, though I know he's also, like, kind of an A-lister, but yeah. I don't know. So I went with Harold Ramis, because I think he's That's more... That's a great one, yeah. yeah. But he then became more of a director, so... Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think Aykroyd's more of, like, the ensemble at this point. Like, I don't think he... The only movie I remember him in where he was like the main star was Dr. Detroit, and that didn't do well at all. <laughs> Dr. Detroit? I yeah. forgot about that. But, well, you know, he also kind of stars in the Blues Brothers. He does. He's a co-star. Right. He's, he's co-stars. a co-star with that. He's a co-star in Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. Trading Places. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. So he had, yeah, he had his time. Anyway, yeah. okay. Those are all good. My last female one, and uh-huh. now she is more of a star, but she did start as a character actress, was Tilda Swinton. Yeah, um, and Brian Provenzano. Oh, he did, because she yeah. just changes her look yes. constantly. It's crazy mm-hmm. the transformation she goes through. Um, she plays like a really elderly woman in um, uh, the hotel. It's the new Wes Anderson, the newer Wes Anderson movie. Uh-huh. I, mean, I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. She but... plays like an elderly mm-hmm. woman. And she's also in Doctor Strange. She plays yeah. the main yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, in Doctor yeah. Strange, now she's starring in things. Like, yeah. I feel like she's getting a lot of recognition. But even that's a supporting role because uh, Benedict is yeah, like exactly. a star. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but... even in the Amy Schumer movie, she plays yeah. like a super, you know, because she's super androgynous. Yes. Like, boys like and a train wreck. she yeah. plays, uh, train wreck, yeah. yeah, she plays like a total L.A. or New York, yeah. you know, high power woman with like the fake tan and the hair. Uh-huh. Yeah, very good. No, she's a great actress. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, great job. That's what I have. That's all I have all right. for you. Okay. Thank you so much. Sure. All right, this week we're going to do character actors with Samantha, and she's kind of worried about her list, but she always does her research, so I'm, I'm not worried at all. I think it's going to be brilliant. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> kind of. Now you're on the spot. Now this, you have to come up with something good. Yeah, this one was really tricky for me because I, like... 
I, I watch a lot of movies, I watch a lot of TV, yeah. and but I've always just kept more on top of like the leading roles. So this really had like made me think about people that yeah. I didn't really consider as being lead actors, but more of specific types. And then I actually looked up the definition of a character uh -huh. actor, and it's someone who plays more like quirky roles or can like morph themselves uh -huh. between different types of things and um so yeah because my my always like thought of character actors were the you know the guys from like the old movies yes who, uh, you'd they're, see they're like in every movie uh -huh. from the 40s playing yeah. like the cop or something exactly but i can never like i don't identify them uh -huh. it's just like oh yeah i recognize that yeah. guy but you don't know so his name i anything. don't have yeah. any like old film references for this i bet you probably i did have I a few i threw in some of the more well-known ones um God, like Peter Lorre, uh -huh. guys like that. So yeah. yeah, those are definitely worth. But yeah, I know who you're talking about. Like there's certain, like there's this one guy that's always a cop, mm -hmm. and he's always like the yeah, so, you know, kind of. Like, <laughs> cops. So um, those are always fun. But yeah, if I were to mention his name, nobody's, no, everyone's gonna have to no. look him up. So, yeah, you yeah. have to like watch some sort of compilation on YouTube. Exactly. So exactly. I tried to go with a couple. Um, I picked two modern actors okay. who have done like do lead stuff, but also have just kind of. They transform their so themselves for their roles. Uh -huh. So I went with Tilda Swinton as one of uh -huh. them. Did anyone else? A couple. Actually, her? people in a row have gotten uh, picked her. But oh, it's a great. It. But it's a great pick. I thought I was being really, really <laughs> clever with her because um, I've been following her career a lot, yeah. like in the past few years, um, because she's just done so many things and she kind of pops up and you don't know it's her right away right. so right. she's more of like kind of a physical she disguises herself but she kind of plays the similar type of character like kind of the weird yeah. lady or something and um yeah Some mysterious figure yeah, yeah mysterious figure kind of an otherworldly yeah. type thing and um yeah, cause she's been in a couple of the recent Wes Anderson movies. Right. She played like the old lady mm -hmm. in the um, um, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes, and yeah. like you didn't even recognize mm -hmm. her right away, but you could tell it was her just by how she portrays herself. Yeah. and um, but that's good. I mean, that's smart for her because character actors have to work a lot because they yeah. just have to stay in there. And so if you're you can adapt yourself, I think mm -hmm. that's that's really good. Yeah, so I really liked her turn in that movie. Uh -huh. That was really funny. And then also in Snowpiercer. I haven't seen that. Ooh, okay, it's yeah. a fun one. Um, it's a it's made by the um, Korean director. Let me say his name correctly. Okay. His name is Junho Bong. Yeah, he's a director. He did like kind of um, a couple horror movies. Okay. Before then, and this was his first like English language mm. movie, and um, he also just came out with Okja. It's this Netflix movie mm. about like this animal. Okay. It's next on my list. Tilda Swinton is in that as well. There you go. So I might be watching that this weekend. And that's weekend. one common thing we've said. Certain directors are more apt to pick yeah. the same people. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, just off subject, but yeah. Quentin Tarantino always works with character actors. Yes. Like you have Steve Buscemi yep. and then um, what's his face? Marsden. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, um, no. No, I know you're... Uh, Mazin. Uh, yes. I know him. I'm I, looking at his I, face. I, I, He's I, I, the guy I, that cuts off the guy's ear in the Reservoir Dogs. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm, I know who, exactly mm -hmm. who you're talking about. I always forget his name. I can't believe it. Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen, yes. Marsden is. Marsden. You're thinking James Marsden. James Marsden. <laughs> <laughs> Who's actually a good character actor, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so like the Coen brothers often mm -hmm. use you know the same character actors. But yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so... 
She's <laughs> sleeping back. Yeah, Tilda Swinton. Okay. She played this really creepy looking, like kind of evil lady in Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just, I really like following her career, see what kind of random stuff she's going to do next. She's going to be in the Suspiria remake. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll see how that is. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so I don't know if I have much more to say about her. But okay, so that's a good pick. That one came up. I'm sad. Someone else picked her? Well, okay, well, let's go with your next pick. Let's see if Um. I'm... So another newer person I thought of was John C. Riley. Oh, some, yeah. Dang. So you're just, you're at the victim of, these are great picks. Uh-huh. You're just, you happen to go last. That's ah, because it happens when it's Friday. That's right. <laughs> And I don't have a lot of unique thoughts for that's, this one. <laughs> that's okay, though. But he's usually like the quintessential character actor. Yeah. I mean, he does star in a few things, but... In, like, current... I think, part, I guess, my my generation. Yeah. The movies I've seen in the last, like, you know, 10, 15 years. Uh-huh. But, yeah. John C. Riley's great. I love what he did. I've mentioned already, I think, Chicago on this podcast. Yeah, I yeah. love his character in that movie. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. And then Talladega Nights, of course. Of course. One of the greatest yeah. films of all time. That's right. <laughs> um, just is uh, just a star. What was his name in Talladega Nights? Oh, give me a second. Because um, he ends up hooking up with uh, Will Ferrell's wife in, uh-huh. in the movie. Yeah. Because yeah, they have like a, um, a, a catchphrase for their shake Cal Naughton Jr. That's right. Cal. Cal. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ricky Bobby and yes. Cal. So, yeah, he, and he's just so talented in many ways. Like, he can sing, he can do comedy, yeah. he can do serious He has been in serious films. Films. So yeah. um, I recently watched the movie The Lobster. Yeah, I Actually, not recently. Okay. I saw it a while ago, but it's a movie that I keep thinking about because it was one of the stranger films I've seen in mm-hmm. a while. Um, it is with... Um, Colin Farrell and Rachel Wise. Okay. And it's about, like, in the future, people who, if you're single, you're forced to go to this hotel and you're um, matched with someone. And, or you're not really matched, but you have to find someone. Okay. And if you don't find a partner within 45 days, you're turned into an animal of some sort. <laughs> That's actually a brilliant it's, premise. I've never heard of that yeah. before. And so it's a really, it's a dark, dark, dark comedy and... Um, yeah. Uh, so then, it, when you're turned into an animal, do they keep following those those people that turned into animals, or do they even go there? No, it's just kind of you're they're released that's into your, the. I think that's the natural sequel to find out the if they find love as an animal. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. There was like a. They did go into a bit about like what happened and um, like Colin Farrell's character. He, I believe, it's his character who he has a dog with him. Okay. Who's his brother? Ah, okay. Because his brother never found anyone, sure. so he chose to he chose to turn into a dog because okay. he could be someone's friend. Right. Always he could stay, but then like Colin Farrell wants to become a lobster because they live forever or something. Unless <laughs> they um, unless they get eaten. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, yeah, so John C. Riley has like a side role in that, and he has I think his I'd character. Want to be a tortoise? You should be a tortoise. They live yeah. 150 years. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one yeah it's a fun I, I it's, a, it's a really cool movie it's mm-hmm. strange I, I admit it's not for everyone no um but I really enjoyed it you can probably find it on Netflix I'm sure it came out a couple of years ago and that's um, why this podcast is good because we always get movies that we've we haven't seen and we should check out yeah so check out the lobster check out the lobster it's a serious not really a serious turn for john c Riley. he like plays a character with a lisp okay and he's just kind of like a sad yeah. person and all the characters you feel real bad for them because right. they're all kind of just like it's really 
awkward. Yeah, I, uh, I think what else has he been in recently? I think the lobster was the one that rang a bell. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy. I forgot about that. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Um... He yeah. definitely is a character actor in that one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You starred with Tilda Swinton, and we need to talk about Kevin. That's right. Two of my character actors uh-huh. in one Good movie. job. Oh. I know. Let's tie it all back. Yeah. So, and then this really isn't television, but one of my favorite roles of his is he plays Dr. Steve Brule on Tim and Eric. Oh, I haven't heard of this. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> so, it's an Adult Swim show okay. on Cartoon Network. Tim and Eric, is it's like a, a very surreal sketch comedy. Okay. And he is probably their most famous character from mm-hmm. one of their sketches. And he plays a doctor, mm-hmm. but he's not really a doctor. And he's very dumb. Okay. And he has all these catchphrases. Well, he's got a great voice. So, like, so he's, he'd probably be perfect to do voice over. Yeah. It was a thing when I was in like high school yeah. and stuff. And <laughs> so I, I won't quote it. Okay. But- <laughs> if you send me some clips, I'll add them in. But yeah. Yeah. So those are your two picks? Those are my two people. All right. Great job. Yeah. I mean, you were validated because other people picked them too. Aww. So that's okay, though. All right. Thank you, Samantha. Bye. If you enjoy this podcast and are an iTunes user, please do the show a favor and head on over to the official iTunes page for damn good movie memories. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. This will allow the show to appear higher in the algorithm and spread the joy of this podcast to the masses. If you are not an iTunes user, you can still listen and subscribe on Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook under our Damn Good Movie Memories page. You can also listen to a limited number of episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode of Damn Good Movie Memories. 